The views on a breath of fresh air podcast reflects the parties involved, and we encourage you all to use it as a conversational tool that will lead to personal studies of your own. Welcome to a Breath of Fresh Air podcast. Here with your hosts, Earl Roberts and Nakaz Gay. As a young person, Christianity can be so foggy, like smoke in the mirrors and so unclear. But we're here to bring you a breath of fresh air. Nehemiah, I guess fifth time's the charm, man. Sambalat sent another message. I don't know if you get the picture, but the last four times, my message has not changed. Yes, yes. I know you're doing a good work, and I know I shouldn't have come to bother you with this, but this time is a little bit different, man. This is an unsealed letter, and what? everyone has seen it. Let me see that. I just want to see. It's reporting among the heathen, and Joshua said it, that thou and the Jews think to rebel? What? For which cause you build the wall? And I will be king? According to these words, bro, this is a this is false. They're saying that I also appointed prophets to preach of me at Jerusalem, saying there's a king in Judah. And now shall it be reported to the king according to these words? Come now, therefore, and let us take counsel together. No, no. You are going to go back to your master and tell him I. You, you ready? Tell him Nehemiah says that there is no such thing that he is saying. But he has invented this from his own heart. You all are the same ones who tried to make us afraid, saying our hands shall be weakened from the work, that it should not be done. And that's all I'm saying on the matter. Thank you. Step into Nehemiah 6, where threats and schemes collide with unwavering determination. Join us as we uncover Nehemiah's relentless pursuit of his mission amidst adversity. This is Nehemiah 6, where every challenge becomes a testament of steadfast faith and resolute leadership. As always, be blessed and enjoy. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Breath of Fresh Air podcast. Yeah, with Nakaz Gay. <laughs> Uh, Roberts, and we have, <laughs> we have our guest. <laughs> our boy is back. Yes, yes, sir. We have not had a guest in a very long time. Very exceptionally long. I think the last Crazy. guest we had was Dominic. The last guest we had. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet that. That's oh, crazy. You know what? That's true. I think, I think the last time we, we did, we did it. It was, was by his house. It was by his house. Yeah, that's when um we did the Ark of the Covenant being restored, and um David was dancing. Um, that was an exceptionally long time ago, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, and you would think, right, it's, it's crazy. Because we have the power of Zoom, where we're not physically limited <laughs> in any location, right? I was, think, I was thinking about this today, right? I was like, hold on. Why haven't we had a guest in a while? I'm like, we, we have Zoom. We have technology. <laughs> that, that we don't physically all have to be in the same place anymore. 
Oh, remember, my back in the, remember when we did the Genesis closing the wrapping up Genesis episode, bro? We had like that big round table. Doing that now would just stress me oh. out. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> we was ambitious yeah. then. Yeah, very much so. Before COVID. Yeah, BC. Because <laughs> y'all wasn't y'all wasn't far removed from, from the origins of the podcast at that point in time. When Boy. everybody used to be Ooh. I ain't sure how we used to get out. I ain't sure how we used to get out y'all on Friday nights. I mean, it was fun, now. It was, it was a good fellowship. Oh, yeah. it, it was, it was, it was good. But you know, everybody right. had an opinion, bro. Oh yeah, boy. And you know, some people like to beat a dead horse, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. he, okay. horses don't die to some people. Boy, yeah. them horses, boy, okay. They were stubborn, boy. Like you got nine lives sometimes. <laughs> <Boy>. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who them people is, boy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh my! That's crazy, bro. Wow. But Dominic, you ain't been here in a while, so like, what's your update, man? How things going with you? How life been? How how's God been blessing you? Or you know, what 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 what's the journey God currently has you on in life? Ooh, boy, that's the question you start me off with. Well, yeah, man. Let's go. Please. Let's go. Well, first of all, first of all. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, okay. Triple hello. Um, <laughs> my grandma, my grandma actually called Dominic on a national. She'd be like, yeah, he came on the podcast and didn't say his triple hello. Mr. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the married life changed him. <laughs> so I guess, I guess I got, I got, I got people who recognize me. So I got, I got to get them what they want. So hello, hello, hello again. But anyway, my word, it, it has been, it has been a, a definite, a definite journey since the last time I've been on the podcast. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of things has happened in the, in the past. Was, was it been at least a year? Mm-hmm. A year yeah. and a half, maybe more. Man, look at all. But I can, I can definitely say that there have been many, many downs. Many more ups, and I can only say thank God that I'm here today. You know what I mean? Uh, I can. I I know at work, work has been a lot. Uh, I used to. I I, I work. Uh, I work at this firm, and you know we have two offices. I move. I, I I used to be in the office I was in Orlando, and I get moved down to the office in Kissimmee. Because you know they 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 do slightly different things, and you know I was at you know the Kissimmee office was a little bit more in line with my experience, and so you know I I, I, I there was a little opening there, so I got I got shuffled around, and you know I at first I was like you know I think I I, I say thank God you know this I, there was there was a this was this was probably made for me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a role I was filling it well, and then you know. Uh, all of all of a sudden, you know, the 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 reason why the, the why it opened up is because we had a couple of people who left, and you know they needed a little bit of help. So I came down, I helped, and then yeah, a little bit more people who left, and then a little bit more people who left, and even this week I find out we have another person who who left. So it's been it's been very crazy at work recently. Mercy. So you know, a lot of prayers for that would be greatly appreciate it but i got you bro you know I, I, you know and then on top of that you know school started 
you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I, I tell you all this before I taken, I taken some, some business classes and, and I, I, I say, I don't, boy, I don't know how Cassius do this. Cause these, <laughs> these, these accounts. Gotta go ask Cass for help, man. <laughs> I say, I say, what, why, 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 why you have to do, why I have to record an entry, a journal entry twice. This don't make no sense. The way these sides, bro. I said, if I if I if I do it here, why I have to do it here again? Like that, y'all y'all don't make no sense to me. But you know what's yeah, funny? I, I say, do it. No, I just I just I just say, man, like a lot of uh, just you know between between work between you know school, a lot of stuff been happening, but you know. I, I, God has blessed me with, with a wonderful wife who has been holding me down. Thank God Amen. for all. Amen. So, you know, Amen. like I say, a lot, a lot is, a lot has happened, but you know, through God, we are here today. Amen. 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 And Kazi, you need to give the people an update on your leg. You know, everyone, yes. oh. <laughs> a lot has happened since we last recorded, ladies and gentlemen. For real. Oh, let me see. It should be, I guess, three Fridays ago. I went under the under the knife. You know, I got my ACL repaired, which is a ligament. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's hard for me to explain because I tried to explain it off mic. I don't know if I did a good job. But anyway, right. So you know, I um I tore some things in my in my in my in my right knee. You know, I tore a few things. And I'll be honest with you, that first week, getting back, it was not comfortable. It was hard for me to sleep. You know they want you to keep your 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 surgery elevated above your above your heart, but the only way I could do that is to put a lot of pressure on my knee, and so that was my reality for the first like seven eight days, and I'll be honest with you, that was very hard. It was very hard for me to sleep, even on meds. It was hard for me to sleep. I could not sleep, but by the grace of God, I am doing much better. You know, I remember when I could I used to hop around on my crutches. You know, now I could. I could bear 50% of my weight on my on my recovering leg, you know. And by the time y'all hear this, next week, I would be transitioning into walking without crutches by the grace of God. So just keep, uh, just keep me in the press. Mm-hmm. Physical therapy is annoying. I'll be honest with you. Like, the things they ask me to do, it's not unheard of. It's not hard to do. But when your muscles are asleep and they are not fully functioning, it is extremely hard to do. Like I'll give you all an example. One of my hardest exercise at the moment is two of my hardest exercises. One is bending my knee. They give me like this strap and I just pull it just to bend my knee. That is extremely difficult for me. The, the, the furthest I've gotten was 80 degrees bent. That's a personal record for me now. <laughs> uh, they want me, I should be at 90 right now. So I'm a little behind, but that's very hard for me. Another thing, is a straight leg raise. So imagine yourself laying on the bed and they tell you to elevate your leg about 45 degrees up, you know? That is hard for me to do. And so I do it, but after doing it, my knee is burning. And I have to really focus. I have to focus just to keep, make sure my knee doesn't bend while doing it. Like I have to put a lot of emphasis on my knee and then I won. And they, you know, I, I obviously have multiple reps I need to do with that. And so it's very annoying, and they want me to do it as much time, as many times as possible. 
And so I got to make time on my day just to do that. But by the grace of God, just like you, Dom, you know, my wife has been my caregiver, my caretaker. I want to send a shout out to my family and friends, you know, those who are, have wished me well, you know what I'm saying? Those have been praying for me. I had a friend who, Yana's friend, you know, who her, their family has, has dealt with multiple um, ACL injury. So they understand, they understand the, the whole, the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they took it upon themselves to have, um, to give us, to, to buy us food, to buy us catering from Chipotle. So all last week, Man. the food was taken care of. Like we didn't have to actually cook anything. You know what I'm saying? It was just a matter of warming up because Yana's working. My wife, she working full time. So it's not, she got to take me to physical therapy multiple times a day. She got to help me up. You see what I'm saying? I got everything. I, I need assistance with everything at the moment. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, that's a lot. Like I, I drink a lot of water. And so like, can you get me some water? You know what I mean? It, it, to me, it's a little annoying to have to, to have to rely on somebody so much, but you know, the Lord has definitely blessed me with somebody that, you know, helps me through sickness and in health. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. That's, that's one of the vows. And so, you know, I'm happy for that. And I can't wait to repay the, to, you know, repay the favor one day. Hopefully she don't have to get injured. But, you know, if it comes to that, I write down. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Yeah. Yep. Amen. All right. So I had a weekly thought, but I'm like, maybe we should just get to the chapter. What y'all think? Yeah. I like, I, like, I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you want to give the people a recap on how we get, got here? Yeah, for sure. So at the moment, we are in Nehemiah 6. Now, in <clears throat> Nehemiah 5, we spoke about some sort of like an economic crisis that the Jews had been placed in because of their efforts to rebuild the wall. So for those who don't remember or for those who are new here, um, Nehemiah, uh, this, this is after the time of Jewish exile out of Babylon. And, you know, during the Persian Empire, the kings allowed them to go back, rebuild their city. Now they're in the process of rebuilding their wall. The problem is everybody is all hands on deck building the wall. You know, we have people, priests, you know, we have women and children. We have everybody working to rebuild this wall. But if we're all working to rebuild the wall, how are we sustaining? How are we, you know, farming? You know, how mm -hmm. are we providing for ourselves? So a lot of people st were starving. You know, they needed money. And they had nobles in the city, in nobles among the Jews, who took it upon themselves to exploit that. So they, 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 gave, they gave out loans. I assume it was high interest, but even if it wasn't, the fact of the matter is the people defaulted on their loans. And as a result, they had to be sold into slavery to their Jews or their children had, had, to, had to be slaves or they had to um, give in their um, land, their vineyard, you know, all of that. Jeremiah calls a meeting with all the nobles and say, yo, what y'all doing is wrong. Now me and my people, we about to come in, we about to work, and we about to save to, to make sure everybody is fair. Now, what I need you all to do is to repay everybody which y'all took from them and also vow not to take advantage of your brothers. Because under the Torah, it was illegal to exact usury on a Jew. Mm -hmm. You could do it on somebody that was a foreigner, but you could not do that on your brothers. You are not to exploit your brothers in that way. You know what I'm saying? And so now, now that that is over, now that they able to eat, you know, they are fed. Now the work of the wall is being resumed. So that's what leads us to Nehemiah chapter six today. All right. So Nehemiah six. Now it happened that Sanballat, Tobiah, Jeshem, the Arab, 
and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall and that there were no breaks left in it, though at the time I had not hung <laughs> the doors and the gates. I still like, I just like, I was like a personal memoir. He's yeah. like, yeah, okay, the, the wall's done, but no, technically, no, just, just, just so no one calls me on lying. Mm-hmm. Let me give you all the true context. Yeah, okay, the gates was a nice, but come on, you really gonna hold that against me? Exactly. And you can tell this was written after the fact, like this wasn't written as it was happening, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, a journal, you know? This is him recalling. Exactly. What'd you say, Dom? No, I was saying a memoir. Yeah, exactly. That Sanbalat and Jeshem sent, sent to me saying, come, let us meet together among the villages in the plain of Ono. But, oh, no. <laughs> but a song just came in my head the first time I was, re- I was rereading this today. I was like, oh, oh, no. Anyway, but, <laughs> but, but, but they thought to do me harm. So a couple of things we see. We see like last, like Kazi was reiterating, right? Last week, these people were, were bickering against, but like Nehemiah said, you know what? Let's solve Let's just get back to work. And the beginning of the chapter, he's saying, guess what, guys? The wall essentially done. Like what we set out to do, we accomplished, right? But, you know, there's still, there's still some work left to be done. But for the most part, we pretty much, we pretty much near a finish line. And now we see in Sanbalat, and for those to remember, if you go back in verse uh, chapter two and four, probably, I think it's uh, two and four, when we see like Sanbalat and his his friends, his his posse, they weren't they were haters. I mean, me and Kazi call them call them straight out like they they were legit haters. Like yep. Nehemiah just rolled up in town, and they was like, "Bro, what you come here to do, bro? Oh, y'all come to build a wall, bro? What y'all talking about wall? Like you build wall? Why? Like and this wall y'all gonna build it gonna fail? So why y'all even trying?" Yep. So like you see, they was trying to sow doubts in the hearts of the Israelites from day one. Mm-hmm. The haters, bro. I mean, they even went to the extent of threatening to kill them. It's like, bro, if, can, if y'all completed this wall, we can kill y'all, bro. Why y'all building? We're going to sneak up on y'all and kill y'all, like, straight up. You know? Now, my question. Go for it. Go for it, Dominic. No, my question to y'all is, what, what, is what, what, did, what did they get out of this? Like, what was their purpose in, in going through all this? You know what I mean? I believe that... When, <clears throat> who, who was it? Who came first? Zerubbabel? Yeah. When hmm. Zerubbabel and the first set of Jews returned to the city and they were rebuilding the city from scratch, there were, there were people in the surrounding areas that asked to assist. And they were told that they have no, they, they, basically you don't have no, no, nothing to do with this. You see what I'm saying? And from there, we could see them saying people being very hostile every step of the way. So now the city is rebuilt, right? And they still enemies toward toward the Jews, right? Let me, let me give let me let me give you a, a little more extent extent of the the anger that they had for the Jews. While Zerubbabel and those were trying to build the city, mm-hmm. a new king of Persia came into power, <laughs> and those same enemies they wrote a letter to that king saying, "Yo." These people, look at the history books. I know you knew. Look at the history. They rebel. They do all type of thing, bro. Stop them from building the city. They go rebel again. And that king obliged. So they had to stop. You know, and a new king came in. They got to work. And that's when Ezra came, etc. So this ping pong match has been going on for a good amount of years now, right? But the city is already built. Now the last thing for y'all to stop. It's like, it's like Bagaman, right? 
Someone, oh, I ain't getting to that, that, to that long analogy. <laughs> but, but anyway, <laughs> it's their last opportunity to strike, to strike them. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? It's their last opportunity to strike. If I let this pass, then they got free reign to do whatever they want to do. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So I need to take advantage of that. And so that, I think that had a lot to do with their motive behind trying to stop them by any means. My, yeah. my, I guess my answer to that would be, People was legitimately scared of the power of the God of, of, of the Israelites. Them rebuilding and getting strength, strength again, as we would say, is almost like, you know, like you, you hear the stories of what this nation used to be. Now, they might not be that now, right? But like their existence, their, them coming back to the land, them rebuilding, it's going to, it, it, it directly threatens us if we come against them. The power that we once had is now going to be diminished. And we as humans, we love power. We love being in control. We love exerting dominion over other things. Just take that as you would, right? But now you have these ancient people, especially them ancient people, goodness gracious. They was power-hungry mongrels. <laughs> but, I don't know why I say that, but... It was no satiation for them. So now you have these people who you once had dominion over, who you could once, like, you want to rob them, there was easy pickings. Now these people who was once easy targets, they get in their strength again. And now what does it mean for you, who probably was a ruler or had some other part or, or some other like authority in a different town nearby? You can no longer have the power that you once have. And so that directly threatened them. I got one more opinion. And I say opinion because I, I don't have no research to back this up, right? <laughs> so we know that the children of the nation, the, the Northern Kingdom had been captured but they never got to be able to go back to their land and rebuild and all that. You know, they end up intermingling. And so that's how we have the Samaritans. Now, early in the book of Ezra, they mentioned that among the haters were Samaritans. And I believe this is, this is the origin of their longstanding disdain for each other. This same, this same animosity towards each other, you know? And so you you all know y'all history. If you could if you could think, and, and I believe that's why they wanted to, to help build a city, because this was their last opportunity to regain some type of structure or to have something of their own, but they were denied that, you know? And so you get to see your little bro or your ex, right, on and thriving. You salty about that. You know what I mean? So, and I, I, th I think that's just even more um, ammunition for them to just, just dislike them because why we can't get that you know some people some people can't even look past what their life like they they like if someone have something no i believe i should have that you know mm. and so i can read an excerpt later on in the podcast to like kind of back up what you just say mm -hmm. from prophets and kings if i read it now we can take away some of the thunder the rest of the chapter but i can read something gotcha. later just remind me of that if i forget but sure. yeah man um just so real quick, but I, I, I also, no, I, I, I just wanted to say, I also think, um, uh, you know, just kind of to reiterate what, what you were saying earlier, but I, I, I think it, it's a little bit of what you were saying, but there's, there's a little bit, I think there's even, um, another layer to it. And I think as we read, especially down towards the end, we could see, um, in my opinion, what, you know, where, you know, like that, that next layer that that um kind of drives the anger you know what i mean yep exactly so 
just like what we were talking about just now, we see Sambalat and his posse said to Nehemiah, come meet with us among the villages of the plain of Ono. So they essentially tell them, come meet with us, not in the city. We ain't coming to your city. You ain't even coming to our city. We going someplace else. We yeah, going to a third please. party. Anybody have any idea how far this plane of Ono is from, like, what, what, the, what the geospatial references for, for, for these people and where they are in relation to each other? I just want to say this smart. They was going to beat him if they didn't get him in our place, bro. <laughs> That's all I try to say. And, and Nehemiah know it. I don't know if he knew it at the time, but he's, you can see it though because he said, but no, they was trying to harm me. You see what I'm saying? Like they sought to do me harm. Bro, and that's the next thing we could can, we can talk about probably later, bro. Just like discernment, bro. Mm. Discernment. I can tell you a time when I had discernment. I might have been six years old. I had one thought. We was in church. I, I got my helicopter. You know where that's going, right? Why your lady say, come, let's go outside. I say, no, if I shout the top of my lungs. I say, no, if, if you take me outside, you can beat me. Did that save you? Church, the whole church started laughing. I don't, I don't think I got beaten, though. Let me take me outside. She, she threw in my helicopter, though, because I, I didn't know how to behave. You can't have it all. Oh, <laughs> I was getting beaten, buddy. <laughs> I I just say, but many, but many, 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 let me tell you how I was, bro. Right? When I was small, church for me was Sabbath school. Mm. So I, I don't can, I can see the logic in that, though. I, I really can. I really can. But go on. So I didn't hurt my church. Yeah, you didn't get yours. Mm. I didn't sing my songs and I'd gone over my Bible lesson, you know? <laughs> That might get him a little crocker or something or whatever, but I was good. <laughs> Can the God know? Okay, now I got to go set up in boring church, bro. Mm. Now I bored mm-hmm. out my mind, bro. That was a talk off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... Yeah. So, you know, I just talk, you know, having a good time. What <laughs> <laughs> we saying, but you got to be quiet. All right, you know, okay. Whatever, doing my thing. Hey, many a song was I going outside, but. I get beaten, but I ain't gonna lie. I ain't denying that now. Hey, come, in, come back inside, church, bro. I'll put a puffin. You gotta pull it together now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Because you ain't want the cool kids see you crying, Dred. <laughs> it's not like, you know, you smoke, but you still want to hang, right? So you try to yeah. wipe your tears, right? You're still like... That, that, now you gotta lock in for the rest of the day. But I was just saying, <laughs> I was just saying, but like, the big punchline of that story was me saying, bro, I know what you mean when you say let's go outside, bro. Like, <laughs> you ain't gonna trick me, dog. <laughs> really? I know what that mean. I know what oh, that yeah, mean. But Ona was a little far, boy. <laughs> boy, Ona, boy, they play for boy. Ono's boy. You know where Ono is, bro? Yeah. Where? Ono almost in Philistine, bro. But you can share, you can share that. You can share that right, real quick. I got so much different screens open. Oh, all right, it's see. all good. It's all good. So the Philistines <laughs> was on the east. Was, was exactly. Well, no, it's still the west of that. It's on the western coast. West, yeah, west coast. Yeah, they they playful, they playful, bad, bro. So for those wondering, if like even just to give you all a a a visual, if you all know anything geographically, but the area, if you think about the conflict with Palestine right now, (coughs) the Philistine territory is a a lot to do with the Gaza Strip right now. That west, that west side. Right, that's a lot of that used to be the, the Philistine territory. I can't tell you exactly, but just just think about that region. 
compare to where Israel is now and how it was there as well. So, um, yeah, so yeah, go for it. They're trying to pull him. They're yeah, trying to pull they, him they, all they, the way. But think about it, it was literally like luring him away from the work of the city. But they was and luring that, him to their side of the t- of town, though, because that's not Jewish territory. Not at all. Yeah. Man. That, that that's even more interesting. So in verse in verse three, so I sent message I sent messages to them saying, "I am doing a great work, Mercy. so I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you?" Mercy, that's a word, boy. I am doing a great work, man. Anyway, we did, y'all go Listen, go for it, Dominic. I just I just hear this right. And I just thinking about, I just, I could, I could imagine the, the response, right? Like I could imagine the Bahamian response. Like I, I put in this in Bahamian ears. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could imagine the, uh, uh, Nehemiah saying, me must, must drop everything I doing. I must go there to you. and come to you. <laughs> Look here. You can't be serious. Boy. That might that, that mean that whole interview with our former prime minister. And they was trying to talk to him about, you know, I don't know if y'all familiar with that mom, but they was trying to talk to him about like drug trafficking. Yeah, right? boy, please and, and get that a, woman together. Yeah, this was an American in, uh, person interviewing him saying, but like, you need to, oh, y'all need to really get that on the hand. He was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all country this big. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all must say, but my little, y'all can't stop it from coming in, but my little country gotta stop it. You can't be serious. <laughs> he, like, no, he on international television, bro. Like. <laughs> I respect him. That one was a, but, that, but, but, but that's exactly how I imagine. That's, that's the type of person I imagine Nehemiah being. Yeah, I'll be serious, right? But here's my question, right? How much times, like we know where God put us, but we let someone else take us away from take us away from where God wants us to be. A lot of times, bro, and that's why I'm saying this a word because I have found that the way the devil tries to distract me, I don't see it coming. Like it ain't until I already I already lost my temper, right? That I sit back and say, "Well, bye, George." I. <laughs> He yeah, catch me. G. Yeah, G. <laughs> he catch me. He can't. And I sit there like, hell, mother, ha. <laughs> this was the devil playing with me. You see what I'm saying? The devil fooling with me, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, and I and I play, I talk about like in the last like three months, bro, a couple of times, bro, like something really hot, something happened to me, and it really like anger me. It really anger me. And I like, but I gotta take action, I gotta take action, right? And I consumed by this thing. And then I stop and say, wait, it's the devil, bro. It's the devil. And I ain't thinking, no, man. No, no, no. This is something I got a nib in the bud, bro. You see what I'm saying? And then I get to confronting the issue. And I see how, how, how simple and how, like, it wouldn't have mattered if I confronted this or not. Like, after I already talk about it, I realized, like, bro, if I had let this go, my I, the net result would have been the same because this was not important to begin with, but it hurt. It Like, it hit me. You see what I'm saying? Like, it strike a nerve with me, I should say. Mm-hmm. I remember I was at church um, in Mars Hill from SDA in Sanford. And the, I had a pastor say, he was, he was, he was quoting something from Ellen, Ellen White, and he was saying how, like, a lot of our, like, feuds come about because we don't want to swallow pride. Like, we don't want to, like, lay down our flesh. And he even went on to say, quote, a uh, quote from Ellen that said, like, bro, if we took the time and denied ourselves 
for five minutes, that could avoid the majority of our conflict. Like if something come to you and for the next five minutes, you lock in and say, bye, this ain't about me. I I, I I don't care how I look. I don't care about being humiliated. I don't care how someone clown me and I ain't get back at them. But your problems, with you would realize that this ain't even a problem. You see what I say? Like, for real, dog. Boy, I tell you what, especially, well, I, boy, it's, it's amazing how many times, right? Because you know how hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. There was There was this... Hey, Earl, that 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 same that same trip up to the mountains. Man, look here. I when I tell you, right? We this was just this was just a Saturday afternoon. We going by a friend, you know, just supposed to be a chill day. You know what I mean? You know, we got a friend. He got some mm, out in nature. You know, like Saturday nature that they go on and on. You know, so but. Little did we know, we we gone out in nature, and when I I ain't even I ain't even kidding when I say it was very easy for not for us not to have come back from that trip. Boy, it was it like we it was it wasn't it was it was only through the grace of God. Well, I thought really you thought, I thought I was going dead. I literally remember in the air and saying, "This is how it ends." For those listening. I, this we 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 making light of the situation, but they are actually serious about their lives being endangered that day. Though we got an we, we got an like, ATV accident in the mountains on a cliff, and the, I, the what, I, just just yeah. just to just to just to re, just to put this into perspective, right? This was a fresh cut gravel road that was freshly cut into the side of a yeah cliff, like straight down. You look down and you ain't see nothing. You understand what I'm saying? But it's only through the grace of God that we three three ATVs and the road probably this big, and we we get in this accident. And the waist is a couple of stitches. You know what I mean? And some missing hair, some scars. Like, yeah, some some scars, a concussion here or there. You know, mm-hmm. I think somebody lose a piece of here or something like that. But yeah. Listen, when I say, but that I was I was being told that day, don't go nowhere, stay home. Mm. And I and me there being I don't want to listen to that. I don't go out, man. And misery love and company. <laughs> misery love company. And company short mm-hmm. went along. Oh yeah, I'll come. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Woke up Ooh. I woke up on the side of the cliff, my arm hanging off. I said, Lord, you're, thank God. You're all dusty, you're dead, dusty after. Wait, listen. <laughs> dusty bodies getting infected. Oh, man. Hey, when I tell you, and hey, because of that, I was I, I probably had a, a, a literal infection. Like the the the, the, the hospital didn't give me no antibiotics after they give me stitches and boy, it was it was bad. It was yeah, bad. That sounds that sounds very rough. But I say all that to say, God is good. discernment. This, like you need, you need to. Discernment is one thing, but listening when listening when people talk is 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 a whole nother skill set that you need to have. Bro, and, and I just want to say, if you if you are doing anything that threatens the devil, right? And you know what's interesting about that? You might not actively be doing anything that threatens the devil, but. The skill set that God bless you with, or even the path that you will go on, might threaten the devil. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the devil sees it as, you know, Earl and Dom ain't 
They ain't, they ain't ministering. I don't know what y'all was doing back then, but they theoretically, hypothetically, y'all aren't ministering before God like how y'all doing right now at that time, right? So now if I could stop them from even getting to the point where they decide they want to start ministering, that's that's less that's less souls that will get saved. You understand what I'm saying? So he ain't going to make it easy for you. When I tore my ACL, believe it or not, on my agenda that day, I woke up. I, I was talking to my cousin. I say, bro, I only have two things to do today. I have two sermons to write because I was preaching in a revival that week. My, like three days before, three days after I tore my ACL, I was preaching a sermon, right? And I told him, bro, I, I have to write my two sermons and I got to go to the gym. And I said, you know what? I can go to the gym first because that has a timeline. I know I could say an hour, but when it comes to writing, I can't really put a time on it. I go into the gym. I was there 20 minutes to my ACL. And all I'm thinking now, is should I go and preach? You understand what I'm saying? Should I go and preach? Now, I I went to preach because that was too obvious. I'm like, bro, if the devil was trying to stop me from doing a good work, mm-hmm. you have to be a little more discreet than that, bro. I was on stage with crutches, hopping to the podium. You see what I'm saying? To preach the word. You know what I mean? And so it's important to note, though, that if you are, when you when you decide that you want to do things for God or even just live a godly lifestyle, you have to be aware and you have to be prayed up and, and fortify yourself because the enemy will try to attack you. The enemy will try to attack your, your mental state, might try to get you depressed, you know what I'm saying? Might try to get you angry, might try to get you in the flesh in any way they, they, he can. You see what I'm saying? But just like Nehemiah, we need, when we see these things happening, we need to say, I am doing a great work so that I cannot go to, to, to this depressive state. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I cannot go and fornicate. You know what I mean? I cannot go and fall and and um fall for the trap of the enemy because he's trying to get me away from God and I cannot do that. I am doing a great work by the grace of God, you know? That's um, a fact. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. In verse, and in verse 4, we see how persistent they were. <laughs> in verse 4, we see, <laughs> and Nehemiah said, they sent him this message four times and he answered them in the same manner. So, Multiple times they tried to say, Hey, let's meet. Nehemiah said, Doing a great work. Probably a couple of days later, again, think a couple of days later, they said it again, Let's meet. Nehemiah said, We're only having the first time. Again, let's meet. Come on now, guys. It's getting a little too persistent for me. They do it again. So now we see in verse four, then Sanballat sent his servant to me as before the fifth time. So now he switched it up this time with an open letter in his hand and it was written, it was reported among the nations. And Jeshem says that you and the Jews plan to rebel. Therefore, according to these rumors, you are building, you are rebuilding the wall that you may be their king. And you have also appointed prophets to proclaim concerning you at Jerusalem saying there is a king in Judah. Now these martyrs will be reported to the king. So come therefore and let us consult together hmm. so what i mm. see is somebody planning to harm nehemiah but nehemiah wasn't going for it right and you know there's a phrase that i've heard people say and i used to hate it the, the phrase goes when the hate don't work they start telling lies right i really used to i really just used to despise mercy. that that 
tough for us because I'm like, bro, what fairy tale world y'all in where people just hating on y'all and lying on y'all? Like, wait, some of y'all just be in your own world, bro. Y'all think y'all more important than y'all actually are. But that's because I had not experienced it. I wasn't as, as important as they was by my own logic or whatever, right? And so here we see biblically, they was trying to harm this man. It did not work. And as a result, they say, you know what? We can lie. You see what I'm saying? We just can lie. And we can spread this lie. You know, and so that's what they, that, I, that, I think that was their objective. And it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. I think that's the objective. I was going to say, like. That's what they did. I guess <laughs> it's literally what they did. I mean, just for, just for the historical context, right? Everyone probably watched an ancient, ancient show or, you know, medieval show. Or even like, you know, show for old times. Well, when the king sent an official letter, what does he do? Sign it and put his seal on it. The reason why he put his seal on it, so when the person receiving the letter gets it, they know that no one else has seen, seen this message and this message is coming straight to you by the official line of the king. You didn't have to be a king to have your seal. People seal the letters. That's why you have envelope sealed today. Why? Because the contents in this is only for the person who's supposed to receive it. When you send an open letter, what does an open letter mean? It's not sealed. Anybody can read this. And now back in the day, it wasn't like, oh, just take this. You have people who probably go on hand to hand to see to get to Nehemiah, to see to get to Nehemiah, to see to get to Nehemiah. Now if this letter is open, they are reading it. What are they doing? They're looking and saying, oh, okay. This is what they're saying. Huh, interesting. Hmm. And even though this letter is false, this letter is all falseness, the person reading that might not know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They're saying, huh, people saying this. And the cause they point, who is, like, who is people? You know what? You know when someone comes to you and say, oh, yeah, bro, they saying. But who is they? Let, 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 let's not be generally. Who is they? You're trying to say, you're trying to say, Jeshem saying this to the, to, 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 to bring some credibility to your claims, right? But who is they, bro? This ain't no they. You saying these things, bro. And you don't want to stand by your word. You saying these things. You trying to spread your false message throughout the whole nation. Because now people can be saying, huh. Because here's the context of this too, right? Nehemiah was gaining more authority in Judah at the time too. Mm. So some of these claims, when you're reading them, you know the devil is operate with the best lie with 99% truth. So you as a lay person, you see this, you're saying, hold on now, what Nehemiah really doing? And here's the crux of this. If he really saying this, this really is plan, the king of Persia could be hard on us. This is like a double-edged sword right now. You're really trying to show discontent in the, in the whole city because if he really doing this, this ain't going to be good for us. That would imply that Nehemiah was going rogue. And go for it, go for it. And Nehemiah was already in a place of leadership. He was already a governor. It ain't nothing to just change your title from governor to king. Because you already rule them. But as a governor, you are a subordinate to the to the king of Persia. You see what I'm saying? And so it, it was a believable lie. Especially because Nehemiah just come there calling shots. Nehemiah, when he first got there, he surveyed Alani and even tell people what he was doing. He's like, just come with me. Couple, a couple of people, y'all come with me. All right, they going over here, going over there. Yeah, we're going to build this wall type situation. He ain't asked who in charge, none of that. He just come through and just get to work. And so if you pin on him, and then guess what? He was the one who who fixed the the um the hunger the hunger crisis. He was the one who mm -hmm. gathered the nobles together and said, "But y'all pay back, pay all that back." And then he also made a statement saying, "Bro, y'all trying to y'all trying to eat off people, right?" But guess what? As a governor, I should be eating off people, bro. That's the custom around here. But I don't eat off people, bro. I make sure I eat what everybody eat, and I stay humble, right? So you 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 establish you establish yourself as an excellent leader. People love you because of what you've done. And you show yourself to be humble. Now, if if you if someone turn around and say, this person, that was his campaign to be king, mm. even the cars would say, 
If it was, it's compelling. That's a compelling <laughs> campaign. You got my vote. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was was really crazy to me is you know the fact that Nehemiah gone to the king directly, mm-hmm. right? He he asked the king for permission before he even come down and start this whole campaign, right? Yep. And to me, if, my first thought would have been like, or like. Bro, if you just go, if you just go and ask the king yourself, you would know that this is that this is a lie, right? But when you stop and and, and think about it, and I think I I think I read this in 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 Ellen White that if this is if this did end up getting up to the king, um, this possibly you know like how is is not hard to believe, like you are saying, and even even if it wasn't even if it wasn't true. Like the safer option would have just been to off me and my and just be done with it. You know what oh, I mean? I Absolutely. Absolutely. I the easiest option is just to get rid of him. Because if he was a king, like the last thing a king wants is a war. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why people are powerful. They could quell a rebellion on the early stages. They're doing it. Like I rather, I rather snuff this out before it's become like a big raging flame. I like to dedicate more resources and more manpower to internal conflict. Remember, these kings was conquerors. Well, some was mm-hmm. some was a little bit less conqueror than others, but these they like. I have my army dedicated to like advancing the civilization. I don't need to be sending an army down there to Jerusalem for no reason to like. Oh, y'all want to be a rebel state now? No, let me just nip this in the bud yeah. right right quick. You can't. But that's what that's what makes this that's what makes this whole this whole situation like a serious a serious accusation and a real threat. But that's how they go to every time they come in with these type of accusations. It always enough truth in it and enough speculation in it. But to have you thinking, hmm, yeah, if we do go, if we do go back into Jewish history, they did used to rebel. You know what I mean? They did used to carry on like this. You know what I mean? But the circumstantial evidence they, they provided. But at the end of the day, as a king, you can't take the chance. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Nehemiah. I know he's a good dude. He, he wouldn't do that for me. But guess what? You never know. Someone might be barking him. Somebody, someone might be forcing him. He might, he might have changed. You know what I mean? You never know. So I can't take that chance. So I, I believe I, I believe that to be true. I believe if the king caught winning that, he would have just had to, you know, cancel Nehemiah, you know, just to One just shot. to prevent that from happening. And then in go go <clears throat> and then in verse eight, Nehemiah said, Then I sent to them saying, No such things as you say are being done, but you invent them in your own heart. Mm. Again, what's so interesting, right? And it's a couple of things. Y'all come with this accusation on y'all fifth tribe. This was truly the case. Why I didn't say this from the beginning? Right. Then hmm. why you are, why are you sending an open message this time? And now it's like, why are y'all trying so hard? Now you really just boldly, just those bold faced lying. Now I'm like, I just think no, I'm, I'm still not going to come there because you're only making no sense. This is even going to be a further waste of my time because now I come in here to defend myself against lies. Mm-hmm. And and think about it, if I leave, I even. I, at this point, I even look guilty of the charges as they are, uh, uh, like uh, as you're accusing me of them. That people saying, "Oh, why Nehemiah leaving? Was this true?" Mm-hmm. So we see in verse nine now, for they were all trying to make us afraid, saying their hands will be weakened in the work and they will not be done. Now, therefore, God strengthen my hands. Nehemiah's prayer. Afterward, I came to the house of Shemaiah. The son of Deliah, the son of Mehetha, Mehetha the Bell. Oh man, these these 
These words always kick my butt. <laughs> Who was a secret informer. And he said, let us meet together in the house of God within the temple and let us close the doors of the temple where they are coming to kill you. Indeed, at night, they will come to kill you. Hmm. Would now, y'all trust I, a secret informer? No, go, 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 go for it. Uh, like, ask the question. Even, 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 even before questioning, you know, whether or not this man is a secret informer, of all the places you want, you want to take me. Why? Why do you feel like it is? It is the temple that is the safest place. You know what I mean. We could always go hide in the cave somewhere out in 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 in, in the fields. We could dig a hole in the ground and put, you know, a little a little rock on top of us and say we we chilling. Like there are so many options to hide. If you feel like this is a valid fear, right? Why do you feel like the temple is where you need to go and lock yourself up in? That would have been the question that was in my mind. You know what I mean? I think the I temple know, had walls, right? Yeah, it had walls. And then you remember certain times people is going hold late, hold on to the altar because you nobody could try to kill you right then and there. Like when um mm-hmm. when David's son <clears throat> when Davidson was, <laughs> was scared to get killed by Solomon, he gone run and hold on to the horns of the altar, like, no, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like David said, "Go get that man." Yeah, <laughs> and so you know that, that might he might have seen that as a place of refuge, you know, like you know what he can come kill you here. Yeah, who knows? But I'll tell you one thing: Nehemiah is biggity, bro. Nehemiah, That's... Nehemiah say. Anyway, we can get to that, but he biggity, bro. I, like I like his style, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I like his style, bro. He, he ain't scared. You see a little of yourself in me. <laughs> and he was a cup bearer, though. This ain't like this was like uh, uh, like a military man or nothing like that. You know what I mean? He just he just yeah. mark, huh? you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, let's get to that. We could like we could finish talk. Um, verse eleven, and I said, "Such such a man as I flee, for who is there, and who is there such as I would go into the temple to save his life?" I will not go in. Straight up. Such a man as me, flee? <laughs> me? My caliber? Me run? You crazy? Hey. <laughs> you all remember box that I get? Yeah. Me? me? <laughs> that's, a, that's a blast from the past. Wow. <laughs> For real. Oh. But, but yeah, bro, like such a man as me, Taloka? You crazy? You gotta be crazy, bro. And I must run in the temple? What you take me for, bro? Drop level? What you think this is, bro? Come on. And, and, and it's so interesting. We see the devil has used many tricks. And like the Kazi point, the devil has come at you in a way you might not even expect, right? Because it might seem like a noble dagger in the temple, bro. You know, one really come in behind me in the temple, right? But at the same time, too, Nehemiah knew, right? Because like, if you read like the context where he's really trying to go, he's trying to say, let's go hide in the holy place because ain't no one going to come there and find you. Because ain't no one even can enter there. And Nehemiah was saying, buddy, I know I'm not a Levite. Right? First of all, why am I running? I know God got me. Why am I running? Second of all, you ask me to do something to, ra- to ruin my credibility now. Because now the, you know, the first thing these Jewish people are going to these Israelites are going to say is, you went into some place you wasn't even supposed to go because you weren't a Levite. Mm-hmm. You know, like, remember what Balaam, Balaam said, like, hey, I can't curse, but you can get them to curse they sell. And now even God himself would take away all this great fortune he's bestowed upon me because I did something through fear and not trusting him that I know I'm not supposed to do. So Nehemiah is saying, bro, I'm not into this. No, 
No, I know. Eight, like, what, what is it in, in Matthew? Matthew 7. I think that's where it is. Matthew 7. Anyway, by their fruits, you will know them. No, and Jesus is going to say, like, will a, will a fig bring forth, like, this fruit or something else? But essentially, but by their fruits, you will know them. Mm-hmm. And now this guy might have been a prophet or a priest. But now, buddy, what you asking me to do is directly contradictory to what God is to what God wants me to do. Yep, Matthew 7, 16 through 20. Appreciate you, my guy. <laughs> but so now it's like, <laughs> why are you asking me to do such a ridiculous thing, bro? You started off so good. You're supposed to be someone who's on my side. Like after you see, like Nehemiah went here, like, all right, like I went here to like, you know, just talking. He's like, oh, okay, let's go do this. Bro, what like? And how you know, how you know, I mean, granted, everyone probably know these people have to kill me at this point, right? But like, what you ask me to do this is almost like nonsensical. Like, bro, what you, you don't ask me to do what now? It make no sense, bro. Mm-hmm. First of all, that ain't me. That ain't me, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, I rather, I rather, you know what I mean? I rather face my fear, you know what I mean? Or y'all just got to come. Y'all just got to come, bro, because I, I'm running and hiding. And then in the temple? You see of all places, like, bro. bro like I of, the- all, of all the places. Bro, I is the man who say, bro, we got to work with a spare in one hand and a, and a, and a shovel in the next. Oh, so what, I, what are you doing running at this point, bro? I had to prepare everybody for war. I had these people literally working handicapped, bro. We could have finished this wall even sooner. That's true. This and the day. crazy thing is, go on, Kelly. Oh, go on, go on. No, because the crazy thing is, just like how you're saying, imagine now you have you have all these people who supposed to be who's supposed to be following you? They following your lead and they they risking their life, you know, and they, you know, they in on one half, like half the people building the wall and the next half standing guard with a sword and a spear. And then you how are you supposed to look to them? Right. You know what I mean? Once you once you start saying, Oh, I hiding because these people because these people out to get me. You know what I mean? No, like you like how you how you supposed to be a leader and you ain't on the front lines with your people. Yeah, because if y'all see y'all are already threatening to kill us from a long time. So this ain't like, I mean, it, it not news. Yeah, it ain't news. I mean, they specifically saying they can kill him. Of course, he's public enemy number one from time. So this ain't news. But if if I thought they was going to kill me and I was ready to, 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 to duke it out, you know, change, bro. But I do want to say, though, it ain't no, it ain't no, I mean, everyone different. But when, when people come in with threats to kill you, that, that's a nerve wracking. That's a fearful Thing you see what I'm saying? That's a prime time for you to make mistakes. When people are scared, they make mistakes. Of course, you know bro. what I mean. Like mm-hmm. even even in sports, right? You could have a team who undefeated, right? They undefeated all year. They face a team and that team whooping them. They start to make mistakes because they ain't been in this predicament before. We was undefeated. Mm-hmm. We was riding high, but if someone beating us bad, now we can't get our composure. We ain't built. We ain't built these muscles because we never experienced this before. You see what I'm saying? And that's what fear does. And that's another thing with the devil. Anytime he can get you in the flesh, he get you fearful, you worrying. And when you worrying, you doubting, doubting God. You see what I'm saying? You thinking about other things. You thinking about, you thinking about just things that don't have nothing to do with God. You know what I mean? And that's when the devil could strike. But Nehemiah, I don't know if he biggity or he just like, I, I locked him with God. I know what God say to do. And it ain't this. So, No. I think Nehemiah was just confident in his purpose, man. It's like, yo, I know God sent me a permission. We talk about Nehemiah, but remember, remember, remember Nehemiah 1? This is the man who belly break down because he has people was doing it, it, it back in, back in Jerusalem. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man, 
he literally walked in his first. This is something he wanted to go back and do. This is something he prayed, fasted for, get the curse shocks, the king to come. We see God work on the king heart, bro. It's like, he know, bro, I am here for a purpose, bro. Yeah, the enemy rising up against me, but God has been protecting me throughout it all. So now, like, what you asking me to do, it going against what I know God put me here to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he unquestionably know why he here and his purpose to be here right now. And that that also that also goes to, you know, sometimes I don't know I don't know if it's uh if there's if there's an underestimation, you know what I mean, of 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 the enemy when they when they come to test you like they they like let me just let me just see if he let me let me just see if he could fall this way you know what I mean but that's just a true a true testament to how to, to like I, I I agree with her. Like, I think I think he was locked in. He was he he, he understood he understood his mission. He understood his purpose because you you once you once you take a look at you know from where he come back from where he come from to where he is now you 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 can't you can't look at that and be like oh any any old any any silly little lie any silly silly little like um, um, plot and scheme just gonna come and undermine my whole entire mission, all of, all all of that I've been through up until now to get to this point. You know, man, I'm gonna read something from Second Corinthians, right? Second Corinthians eleven twelve, and this is Paul talking, and a little snippet, right? But he said, "And I will keep on doing what I am doing in order to cut the ground out from those who want an opportunity to be considered equal with us." And things they boast about. For these people are false prophets, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising that if his servants also masquerades as servants of righteousness, their end will be what their actions deserve. And we see here this guy coming against like these, like, bro, I'm really trying to do you a favor right now. I'm trying to do you good. I'm right here trying to give you a tip, right? But this tip really trying to lead to my destruction. This tip is really trying to lead Nehemiah down a wrong path, but it was disguised as something good. And that's how Satan operates, man. Hey, you want to eat this fruit? You ain't gonna die. You you ain't gonna surely die. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like just 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 trying to like just masquerade in something good. You want to know? Like, you God God told you couldn't eat that. Come on, man. Like, just give it into your your weakness. But Nehemiah is saying, bro, this ain't, this ain't, this, <laughs> this ain't for me, bro. Come on. You, this is what you're coming up with, bro. Come with something better. Tr- try a little harder. Like, you're making this easy for me. I know this ain't of God. Yeah, I ain't doing it. <laughs> and then in verse 12, then I perceived that God had not sent him at all, but that he pronounced his prophecy against me because Tobiah and Sanballat had hired him. For this was the reason he was hired, that I should be afraid and act that way and sin, so they might have a cause for the evil report. So they might have a they might have cause for an evil report that they might reproach me. My God, remember Tobiah and Sanballat according to their works, and the and the prophetess Neodiah, and the rest of the prophets who would have made me afraid. And so. Profit for hire again, boy. Boy. So, and that's the thing, right? I was talking to somebody, I was talking to my boy about this yesterday, too. You could be the victim, right? But 
if you if you as a victim react in the wrong way all of, all of the victim stuff could just be thrown out the window and let me give you an let me break that down a little bit Nehemiah had a hit out on his head he was they was trying to kill this man he's a victim he's minding his own business doing the work of God right but if he had reacted out of fear right they would have used that against him and say bro this man is a sinner he he need to die you see they would have give them ammo to act the way they are so you might have a situation where you arguing with someone right me and dom arguing right let's say um dom is correct in this i am wrong me and dom arguing over something that i have wronged i have wronged dom in a way we arguing right if dom trying to plead his cause as to why he is right and dom start cursing me out telling me all type of this and that in the third you just throw everything out the window now you see what i'm saying now when me and you when i get in my more mom with you and now we end up scuffling it's like oh to us wrong bro you was you was justified in picking an argument with me or or, or calling me out but now you kind of you kind of contributed to being wrong you see what i'm saying by the way you handle it you know like like how they say two wrongs don't make a right mm -hmm. it's important that mm -hmm. no matter the situation we in we might be it's like this right a lot of people say you might ask someone why they did this thing and they might say i was stressed out but in actuality someone stressing you out that don't give us a license to sin why you punch that dude he was talking about me you see what i'm saying you were a victim somebody messed with you but the way you reacted it threw that out the window now because now you also have sinned you see what i'm saying like oh why why did you take this substance i was stressed out xyz you see what i'm saying so it's like even when we are even when something is against us it's important for us to be fortified and to do the right thing because that's how the devil gets you the devil would use you like he would you he would he would make you a victim to get you to sin oh i could talk but i could talk because i could lie on kazi name because i want kazi freak out and cut out this poison you see what i saying and then when kazi do that you know what people can say or oh, Kazi is a he's a he's a foul mouth dude, or he's a he's an angry dude type situation. You see what I'm saying? He's That's the bully. type of games the devil play, and we see it right here. <laughs> we see it right here. <laughs> and I, and, and I, if y'all don't know, I don't know. Some people might understand, but I felt like I felt like I was in. I got I got pulled in some drama, bro. Like my first, my second day after surgery, I was accused of something. Mm. That, that is false. You see what I'm saying? I was accused publicly on, on, on Facebook. You see what I'm saying? Someone's trying to call me out. But the fact of the matter is they was putting too much sauce. They was putting extra sauce on it. You know, you know, when you sprinkle a little something, you stretch, you stretch the fox of it. You see what I'm saying? And and, and I think they stretched that um, a lot. And not that I think. They did. They stretched it a lot, you know. And I, and I understand Pe people act, some people act like that for attention. Like they don't, they don't just come out and say, I want attention, but it's like, they want to attach themselves to something that you got going on or they, they want to stop you or they might have been inspired by something that was not of God to, to do that. But at the end of the day, you have to conduct yourself accordingly. No matter what someone pulling you in, you have to conduct yourself accordingly because the devil wants to use that to have a bad report for you. You see what I'm saying? Now, let me give you all another example. If you might catch your pastor on the street, bro, Mercy. somebody hit his car. He mad, right? He ain't even know who watching it. He mad. Nah, nah, this person threatened him. Your pastor turned around and slapped them. You know what the people can say? 
Oh, I'm looking at a blaster slapping someone. Body you see what I see? But you could be a doctor. You could be a nurse, bro. Your, your patient calling you slurs and trying to hit you. If you hit that patient back, you're getting fired, bro. And they might sue. You see what I'm saying? Because, like, because it's like, you know, too much is given, much is required, right? But at the end of the day, two wrongs don't make it right. I know how best to say it, but the devil wants to use, the devil tries to poke you to do mm-hmm. something wrong, even when you're a villain, a victim, so he could use that against you. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's exactly what's happening with Nehemiah right now. Exactly. Tom, you have something to say? I, I, no, I, I, I was, uh, I think, I think Kazi and that right there, but I was looking, I was looking at the end of verse 14 and I was looking at, you know, this, this prophetess, Noadiah and the rest of the prophets who would have, who would have made me afraid. You know what I mean? And it ain't, it ain't like he's, he, he calling them out as false prophets. It ain't like he he calling them out as you know these these like these 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 he calling them he calling them as as prophets and they these prophets just had had a specific and a specific agenda you know what I mean and and the reason why I'm looking at that is because I I think about how many people out here who have the title prophet who have the title you know spiritual leader pastor who have the title you know, a, a man or woman of God, you know what I mean? And they, they, they leading, they leading people down certain paths. But when you, when you, when you stop and think about it, do you do what, what is, is, is there, is there movements? Is there, is there whatever they doing on a daily basis, whatever they preaching, whatever they selling, is it, is there an agenda behind it? You know what I mean? Like when you see things like this, it makes you, it makes you, it makes you wonder who, who, like when you, when you pull it into today, like, can, can we just trust people who, who say, oh, as a prophet or as a, as a bishop, as an elder, you know, as a pastor, you know what I mean? Like how, how do we, how do we, uh, look at, uh, the people who have these roles in the church, in the community, and elsewhere, and and discern who who have good intentions um, for for us and for for people at large. It's kind of like what Earl was saying in Matthew seven. You will know them by their fruits. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if Earl had not broken down that um, Nehemiah was not a Levite, a lot of us would have missed what impact that decision would have made but all we see is um this fellow telling them yo he's 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 a secret messenger he's like let us go um the shemaiah shemaiah came to him and it's like yo let's go into the temple and hide right that's all he say let's go into the temple and hide but now how did um how did nehemiah describe that right Nehemiah, Nehemiah described that as saying that they was trying to get him to sin. For this reason, he was hired that I should be afraid and act that way and sin. And so the only thing he said was going to the temple. But going into the temple would have been sinning. You understand what I'm saying? And so you would know them by their fruits. Is this prophet asking me to sin? Are you telling me that God is telling you to tell me to sin? That can't be right. And, and Nehemiah was like, it's so funny because before he even realized 
this was a scam. He just saying no because you asked me to send. No, I'm not doing it. And then he and then he perceived, oh wait, this place, this person ain't even from God, bro. Because how you gonna ask me that? You see what I'm saying? And so it goes to the to the point of like what a lot of people who preach like end time prophecy stuff. A lot of them say, bro, like thus say it the Lord. You gotta know what is in the book. You see what I'm saying? Because there will come false messiahs. You know what I'm saying? You know, people use the term antichrist a lot, but there will come false teachers who come and say X, Y, Z. But if they speak not according to this word, it, they are a liar and no light is in them. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the things that we hold true in our faith is that the Ten Commandments is still binding. A lot of people, a lot of Christians, bro, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Christians, they say the Ten Commandments ain't binding no more. Like it was nailed to the cross. Some people say once save, always save. Some people say, you know, all you got to do is love. Some people would say, well, once you believe, you see what I'm saying? But Jesus says, until heaven and earth pass, not one jot or tittle will be removed from this. And as far as I know, earth ain't pass, right? And even if earth pass, I know heaven ain't pass, you know what I'm saying? And so the Ten Commandments are there. So it's like certain things that people speak, these prophets, prophetess, whatever, once they tell you something that is like in contradiction to the word, that's, that, that should lift up our antennas. And the only way for us to be um, affluent or, or fluent in that is to actually know the word. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think uh, to, to even um, add on to that or carry it a little bit further, you know, I, I, I had a conversation, I, I, I've had conversations with, with people and, you know, they about about Christianity and, and you know, I've, I've been told that, you know, Christianity and is, you know, is an indoctrination, you know what I mean? Like they 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 indoctrinate people in in Christianity, you know, kind of broad stroke kind of categorizations. And I and I I feel like I feel like if if you if you were to answer uh, to a statement like that, I feel like these these are the types of things why why people out there um, believe in that. You know what I mean? Like believe that there's indoctrinizations because you have people who who like going back to what I was saying, an agenda. They 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 trying to they trying to serve a, a, a specific purpose that may not necessarily be in line with the Bible. And you know, when I when I heard when I when I heard that, you know, I, I even just went back to look up the word indoctrination just to understand the the full context and the full meaning behind the word, you know, and the and the and the context of indoctrination is is believing something without questioning it, teaching somebody to believe something without questioning it. Okay. You know what I mean? And my and in my in my in my um, you know, when I was kind of trying to formulate, how do I feel about this? You know, like as me me as a Christian, like how would I how would I respond to a, a, a statement like that? I'm like, you know, the 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 Christianity that I that I that I know the Christianity that I believe in, the Christianity that I understand is is not something about indoctrinization because Christianity to me is is fully something where I can where I can go to God and I could I could questions and I can I can I can test this. And and you know we we have this we have this saying that you know we study line upon line and precept upon precept. You know what I mean? There's there's nothing that we should be accepting 
just for the sake of accepting it. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? Yep. And so, yeah, no, I just, I just want, I just to, to tie it back into where to, to the origin of this, uh, of this text. I'm like, you know, the fact that just the fact that uh, Nehemiah didn't take on um, what would this would this man say to to go and you know he just didn't take it on just because this man say it you know he he knew he knew what 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 his purpose was he knew what the what the word what, what God's plan was for him because he 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 had that he had that relationship with God and we can now and we today can know when we are being lied to when we are being misled and we, when we are being deceived just true having that um, relationship with God. Amen. Yeah, let, let me say one thing on that too, right? It's like, I had the same question, like, yo, how you, like, how do, how do we test these prophets? And, and to Dom's point, like we, in Christianity, there ain't no gatekeepers. God is a God who actually wants us to question him. Well, you are, you can tell, and that's how we get to learn more about him. You know, and in, in first Thessalonians, chapter 5 and verse 20 and 21 it says do not despise prophecies do not despise them and which is interesting he said don't despise them test all things do not despise the prophecies but test all things hold fast what is good and abstain from every form of evil mm. Mm. So right then, the Bible itself is saying, guess what? You, can, you will have prophecies. Some, and we can ask ourselves, because this is something me and Kazi's talk about a lot too, probably off part more so, but like, yo, how do you know, like with these prophetic people saying if it's true or not? Like, you know, if someone cast a prophecy over you, it might be good and all, right? But it's like, bro, like, how do you know if it's true or not? But the Bible says, guess what? Test all things. Don't, but don't despise them. Because like, even me, you know, we have a bunch of people call themselves prophet back home, bro. And I ain't gonna lie. Even myself, bro, I just get, it's like, bro, what y'all talking about right now? We all just running on. I, I just like, honestly, starting to close my heart off to it, right? I start reading, I read it and I was like, oh, God say, don't despise them. I say, all right, God, what you trying to tell me now? You know, I got to listen to this foolishness now. God forgive me, right? But God say, God say, don't, don't despise it. But test it. Does it line up with what's in the word of God? There's a lot of what I am saying. By their fruits, you will know them. And hold on to what's good. But guess what? Any form of evil in this prophecy, what this person is saying, abstain from it. Mm. And then we see, if you go to Acts 17 in the early church, when Paul and Silas was going to go into Berea, going to Berea, they was eager to hear what Paul and Silas were saying. But you know what they did? Mm. They test everything they said with the scripture. People got to realize this Old Testament was around for a long time. So these people had access to the scriptures back then. And they say, okay, what y'all, what y'all saying like right here in verse 11, now the Berean Jews were more noble in character than those in Thessalonica. Ouch. <laughs> but they received message with great eagerness and they examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. And as a result, many of them believed and also the number of prominent Greek men and women and, and Greek men and women believed as well, right? But he said they test, they, they test every day what Paul was saying. They didn't just take it blindly. They didn't take it without question. It, Christianity was never meant to be an indoctrination. No, test what these people are saying. If it's true, test it. And by their fruits, you will know them. God doesn't care trying to gatekeep Christianity and just make you force feed it. He gave you free will for a reason. 
He wants you to willingly come and serve him. He wants you to willingly come and seek after him to willingly learn his, his word. So, yeah, man. But yeah, trust me, these prophecies, bro, sometimes they just cringe my they, they cringe my skin, boy. They 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 they, they just be like, ooh, oh. Right. I, I think I think I mean the majority of things where we disagree with, you know, other Christians, but it really could be it really could be solved if people read the Bible and and read the Old Testament and the New Testament. You see Amen. what I'm saying? Like, see to see the correlations between the two. Because we see, we see it even in the Old Testament. I, I was sharing um, Jeremiah fourteen fourteen before we came on the pod, bro. This was an example of a clear um, false prophecies from people of God. Like, and God had to tell Jeremiah, "Boy, these boy, I tell these people that they make that up." You see <clears> what I'm saying? <throat> they, they make that up, and that's how some people go, bro. Like, and and it says um, they these things were deceits of their heart. You know, sometimes people in their heart, they want that to be true, bro. You know, they want it to be true, bro. Like in their heart, they convince, bro, you go, you go, you go, you go, you, go, you can come out on top. You can get that new job. No, they might not. That might not be what God wants for them. You see what I'm saying? Like, hmm. you know, that might not have been what they deserve, bro. They might, they might have been, they might have been the type to fumble their blessings and God in into that. You see what I'm saying? Or God might want them to change career. But like the problem, see, the problem will be yourself with, with these like the people in our day and time with prophecy, ain't nobody's keep score. You see what I'm saying? Ain't nobody's turn around and saying, hold on, though. you would say, you would say X, Y, Z, but true, they ain't come true. And then a lot of times they prophesy and it be so vague, they ain't saying, God blessing you with a, with a Some with of the prophecies is be like the horoscopes, bro. So general, it gotta be almost true. And For sure. <laughs> like they ain't put no stipulation on it. They ain't saying you, you can find a lover if you X, Y, Z. Or they ain't saying, but the reason why you you been failing at this is because you need to improve on da, 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 da. and God says if you be faithful in this then he could be faithful no they ain't saying none of that I you know the Lord says that you know I'm like and th- th- let me tell you the thing that trips me out about that we see texts in the Bible where Jesus literally say you see what I'm saying there could be wars and rumors of wars thing thing like that Jesus say study study the, the prophet Daniel, right? We go to Daniel. Daniel, I'm talking about all of these beasts and this and that. Then we get to Revelation. And Revelation saying this beast can carry on like this and, and this one and the dragging rage war with those who, who keep the commandments, right? I like, all right. The last prophecy we have in the Bible, it was intense, right? But now, 2,000 years later, you telling me I can get a new car? Why you all need to stop freaking out, bro? I would think that two th- if 2,000 years ago, God tell me, boy, but I ain't glad they can start killing people by just off the strength that you don't take the, the mark of the beast, but they're killing you, bro. I would think that as we get closer to that, these prophets would be saying, all right, this would this mean like, let's break down this, or you come in to add on to this. They doing that via this. This the system how we can get to do that. You see what I'm saying? And so I'm like, bro, if it's prophecy, boy, like, and you only telling me I got a good day and thing, I mean, it ought, it ought for me to just... You know, it's hard for me to just accept that as being incredible. That's my opinion. God could bless you with two thousand dollars if you only give me two hundred. But anyway, <laughs> that's only ten percent. Listen, but I gotta get a two hundred up front. You see what I said? <laughs> <laughs> but it's that that two thousand was prophesied to you, though. Yeah, true. Mercy, but look here. The is 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 the 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 strength the the strength that we. I ain't even sure if strength is the right word, but the 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 
the amount of influence that our own belief is have could could have on us. Well, I was, I was, um, I remember, you know, for those of y'all who don't know, me and me and me and Earl used to we used to work together at the same at the same place many 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 years ago, right? And I just remember being being at this being at this place, and I I remember I was like. I I was convinced in my own self. I was like, man, this 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 is this is the most amazing place. This this is Disney. I, I essentially working. I essentially working at Disney. And, and I I got no place to go. I need no. I ain't no place for me to be. You know what I mean? I I say I say my boy there. You know we got our next close friend there. It, it's it, it's it close to I could I could hop in my car and be there in fifteen. Man, look here. I where where, where I going? Where am I going? You know what I mean? This 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 is me talking to myself. You know, knowing full well within myself that I I there's 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 better there's there's things out there. I know I know more things out there, but to me, I say ain't nothing ain't nothing more out there for me. You know what I mean? And in the same in the same vein, we we like we could convince ourselves of basically anything. You know what I mean? I like it's it's I it's just amazing of the things that we could convince ourselves. And so I could see, like I I I feel it when um when when you when when you always talking about you know like these people were deceived in their hearts in Jeremiah, you know what I mean? Like they, 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 they convinced themselves, And I'm like, that ain't a hard thing to do. No. Like it is, it is, it is very easy to convince yourself when you, when you have your own, like you see something for yourself or you see, you see life in a certain way. And, you know, without, without anything to change your, your mind, change your conviction, your conviction changes you. You understand what I'm saying? I just say it's crazy. I just was laughing. Like out earlier this week, we was talking in the chat, right? And we were saying, man, we've all been there many times when we were just like, you know what? We made a stupid purchase and we just justified it to ourselves like we know we need it. <laughs> or you know what? We know we, we need no matter it. what, we will we will <laughs> we we are comfortable with the consequences of our actions. <laughs> Whatever ramifications come from this, we okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, me, me and Lindell say, hey, that's that's a tomorrow, that's a tomorrow dawn problem. We let <laughs> we let tomorrow dawn deal with that. Yeah, that's yeah. tomorrow Lindell is too. Yeah, oh my, but we got five more verses. Let's let's go. We could like land this plane how we so desired. Mm. So we see in verse 15 now. So the wall was finished in the 25th day of Ilu in 52 days. I could keep on going. And it happened when all our enemies heard of it and all the nations around us saw these things, that they were very disheartened in their own eyes, for they perceived that the work was done by our God. Also in those days, the nobles of Judah sent many letters to, to Tobiah, and the letters of Tobiah came to them. For many in Judah were pledged to him because he was the son-in-law of Shechaniah, the son of Ara. And his son, Jehoanan, had married the daughter of Methuselah, the son of Berechiah. Also, they reported his good deeds before me and reported my words to him. Tobiah sent letters to frighten me. So even in them five verses, there's a lot right. to unpack. 
right? Because y'all remember my first question to y'all was why why y'all think why y'all think these people so mad? And then when you come back and you read all this, you know, just the, you know, even if even if you don't understand the the, the real the real simple breakdown is these 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 two guys, Tobiah and 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 what what the other one name, the the one with the funny name, the two of these guys, Sanbalat. Sanbalat. These these guys are intertwined. In 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 this in in the with with these Jews these these quote unquote outsiders these these I think I think uh, Sanballat is like a like a um, Samaritan actually or he was he was he was he lived in Samaria or something like that um, and Geshem is Arabian and basically all yeah, these are. people he, they ain't Jews. But they 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 intermarried with all these Jewish people, which at the time was very much against Jewish laws and traditions. Mm. God God tell these people you ain't supposed from from going back into into um, Egypt and, and and these times they were they, they were supposed to be se- uh, kept separate and not intermarrying with with other people. And so now I'm looking at this and I'm like, you can see the fruits of why God tell them not to do certain things. You know what I mean? You look at this and you say, and, and I, I looking at this and I say, this, they, they have, they have a certain level of control over these people by that they inflicted on them by intermarrying with these people. And, and I, I could see them, lo- them feeling like they losing that control. Like y'all were saying earlier, but it's like they I could see what where that control came from because of this because of this intermarriage. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna read something from Prophets and Kings real quick, right? It's a quick excerpt. Here are seeing the evil results of intermarriage with idolaters. A family in Judah had become so connected with the enemies of God and the relation had proved a snare. Many others had done the same. They were not wholehearted in his service, and when God's work demanded a sacrifice, they were ready to violate their solemn oath of operation and support. Some had been foremost in plotting the mischief against the Jews, now professed a desire to be on friendly terms with them. The nobles of Judah who came, who became entangled in, in idolatrous marriages, and who had been so traitorous correspondence with Tobiah had taken an oath to serve him now represented him as a man of ability and foresight and an alliance with whom would be greatly to the advantage of the Jews. At the same time, they betrayed him to Nehemiah's plans and movements. Thus, the work of God's people were laid in the open to the attacks of their enemies. An opportunity was given to misconstrue Nehemiah's words and acts and hinder his work. Hmm. So the Kasi's point at the beginning and even to Dom's point just now, we see these intermarriages had a profound impact on what was currently happening. They were like directly opposing, almost through backdoor means even, the work of God. And, and, and it's interesting, right? One, it takes 52 days to build this wall. Me and my mind was saying this going to take like a month's process, but we see how Back but two chapters ago, these people were really working. All hands were really on deck. We see how families was going, the, 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 the stonemasons to the perfumers, to the people, the merchants. Everyone was all hands on deck building this one, taking them 52 days to build a wall around the city. Hard, hey, 
I can't be saying, but y'all gotta get the y'all gotta get the stone yourself. Y'all gotta make the cement yourself. Y'all gotta carry it to where you gotta go, and y'all gotta stock it up. And bro, so like this was this was like twelve hour days plus, bro. But y'all did it, and we see the effect of it. At the end, their enemies ain't even said this, but y'all do this, but y'all God do, and they were disheartened. And so we see how like all of this Tobiah Sanballat. Whoever else, the next person, or whatever his name is at this point in time, right? But y'all was directly going against the work of God, bro. Like directly going against the work of God. And so just imagine at any point in time, Nehemiah truly like lost his way, bro. Mm -hmm. At any point in time, this, this, the glory to God would have not been exalted, bro. This, the wall wouldn't have, the wall wouldn't have been finished. Again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Satan would have Satan would have triumphed again. And it's just interesting. The nations of the, the surrounding nations, they all got disheartened. Because they say this is what they God could do. And, and think about it, in a short amount of time. That's even more mind-blowing. You know, you know what is too quite literally, the beginning of last month, y'all didn't have a wall, bro. <laughs> yeah, y'all did not have a wall last month. Now y'all have y'all have a fully fortified city. Y'all was easy pickings last month. Now, boy, we can't touch y'all no more. Y'all saying something again, and we know how powerful y'all God is. We, it's, it's so crazy, right? Like, the ancient world truly respected the Israelite God. More than they respected it, which was so mind-blowing to me. Like, these nations how hold your God in a higher regard than you hold your own God. It's just completely mind-blowing, but I can't even say it's not mind-blowing because we do the same thing today. But man, it, it's just interesting. I, I know someone else won't get it, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hush. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just thinking like it's crazy that this thing is. I look at, I look at, I look at this, and I feel like yo, this, this just is, it's, it's, it's kind of history repeating itself, right? Because I, I thinking about you know all these people in Tamarian with everybody, and then they, and then the people working almost against their own best interests. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so if you, like going back to, going back to the whole Moses thing, um, like we, we, they, these, these people was, was, it's almost like they working against Moses trying to, trying to lead them out of Israel. These guys working against Nehemiah too, who trying, who trying to bring Israel like, and it ain't even like he trying he trying to build Israel up in, in any kind of like you know we making we making Israel great again. We, it's like they, he he had a, he had a, he had a purpose and he had a mission and he was he just come to fulfill it. That that was that was God driven. But yeah, I I just say this this it feel like it's easy to see. Uh, like if you if you tell me that um, the Israelites did that, I'm like yeah, that's that's normal. I was laughing because you say make Israel great again, but it does remind me of yeah. does remind me of Moses. There was there was, a, there was a wall coming in there somewhere too, but I wasn't. Oh, wow, that's you. You're pretty good, bro. You're pretty good. But I was, I was laughing too though because like for the Moses analogy, right? We see what Moses had to go through, right? And from the human standpoint, we see how Moses felt. Now, every one of us know that with that amount of pressure, it's very likely for someone to react. You know what I'm saying? For their anger to get the best of them. But we can see that even 
even though his anger get the best of them, and even though we could say that's human nature, that God still saw it for what it was. You know, it was sin. The way you reacted, it took away the power from, from me. You disobeyed me. You see what I'm saying? You let your anger get the best of you. And, and it's different because I used to speak to you, I used to speak to you one-on-one. You see my you see my essence, my presence. You see what I'm saying? You understand, you saw the plagues. You saw me at the burning bush. Like you understand how divine I am. And you understand how when you put that in perspective into perspective, these problems are menial, you know, but Moses fell. And so now we see Nehemiah who had a task. And in the midst of his task, bro, it's like he has to deal with his people and others. And the reason why the others having such an op opinion is because they intermingle, intermarry with his people. So this one issue that is just not escaping us, but like we just can't get past this. It's our people toxin our people. It's our people marrying others and them and and the others who you're marrying want to have a say for us. I here to do good work. And these people just spreading lies. And y'all coming to me with it, bro. They they have a direct line to me through y'all. Y'all talking to these traders every day. And they coming to me and saying this, bro. And now y'all paying off profits and then and telling me to do whatever. We only hear about one profit that they pay off. But Nehemiah. Mention a few prophets, even a prophetess, you you know, and so, bro, it's it's just it's just so important, like, and this is a point that I that, that I um ranted on earlier though, like, it's so important to be righteous, bro. I heard a phrase that say it's better to be righteous than to be right. Nehemiah was right if he was scared, you would be, but like, I think fearing for your life is a normal thing. You see what I'm saying, especially when you have death threats. You see what I'm saying? Like, you could still have faith that God ain't gonna allow that to happen, but this is danger that's happening. Now, Nehemiah didn't did not not only didn't he he didn't show fear, but he didn't act on the fear, and he knew that if he had acted on that fear, he would have sinned. You see what I'm saying? And so, even though you justified in being a victim, even though you justified in doing all of this, you still have to be. We are still called to be righteous, and sometimes, like in the in our world, that is that is a very tall task. To, to do it's a very tall task to be um to to be someone that's been hurt you know what i'm saying somebody that's being attacked someone that's being vilified and it's also even tall task to be the bigger person and to be righteous throughout it all the enemies of the jews tried their best to stop the construction of the wall and when that failed they sought to harm Nehemiah. And when that also failed, they spread lies about Nehemiah. And when that also failed, they tried to ensnare Nehemiah. But by the grace of God, Nehemiah never wavered from his beliefs and the work that he set out to do. The wall is now complete, but there is still more work in establishing the Jewish nation. And we'll talk more about that on the next episode of A Breath of Fresh Air. Tonight's episode included voice acting by your hosts, Earl Roberts and The Cars Gate. Remember to go ahead and research on your own in order to get a more firm understanding of tonight's episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can follow us on social media at a breath of fresh air pod on Instagram 
and B-O-F-A-P-O-D on Twitter. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you next week.